You have been warned. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. Get ready, Vegas bad boys of podcasting. I hear voices in my head. They counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. Welcome to another edition of voices in my head i'm dj impact and i want to thank everybody for listening to this edition podcast i haven't done one of these in probably almost a month a lot's been going on a lot of working you have some holidays and trying to tackle all of that in it sometimes becomes challenging to uh, create a podcast but there has been some things on my mind And the latest happened to be when I was looking on the Vegas Bad Boy feed on our Facebook. I normally don't go down the feed, but when I I click on it sometimes, the very first posting, I would just kind of read it and see if there's anything that kind of catch my attention. And I... Happened to have exactly uh, that thing happen when I checked uh, this past week, and what it has to do with, and I'm and I'm pretty sure most of the wrestling fans have already heard must uh, heard the story, but it has to do with this posting that I saw on a recently hired. WWE writer, and her name is Kenise Mobley. And I was like, well, this is interesting. Let me uh, let me take a, uh, a read at what this is about. And whoever posted this had wrote her full quote. Now, apparently, she was on a podcast, and she had made some statements about her being part of the Raw's creative team. Now, I'm just going to read the entire quote, and then uh, I'll talk about my feelings about this. Now, the full quote goes, Yes, I have been hired by WWE. Given the things that you know about me in my entire life and what I'm into, yes, that's surprising. Yes, also a surprise for me. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling. But I do have a background in film production and comedy writing. And they're like, perfect. Come on in. So I am on Monday Night Raw team. So there's Monday Night Raw and Friday Night Smackdown. And the people I know that are on it are Bobby. His name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley. And I really should know that. He's like this giant black guy, and the people who are part of his crew, I know that they call, or at least as of last year, they call themselves the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. They wear suits, and they're like, we're cool, end quote. Okay, that's what they had written on their post. So I'm reading that, and I see that they have tons of comments. I mean, they probably had uh, uh, quite a, uh, several hundred. 
and I decided to kind of read through some of the posts. And of course, we're talking about bashing WWE, saying, hey, this is the reason why Raw sucks. This is why the product is bad. This is why it never makes any sense because they're just hiring people that knows nothing about wrestling. And so I wanted to take a look at this because one thing about the fans is a lot of times they feel that they know everything. They feel they have the right answers. They feel they know what's best. They feel that they can do everything better. And I don't know what makes them think they have this experience because they've watched 10, 20, 30 years of wrestling because I've been watching wrestling for a very long time and I don't necessarily feel that I would have the skills to do a lot of things that is incorporated to put on a wrestling program. And I'm actually going to take a different approach on to this because I, I I can understand when you first hear this and you first hear what she says, you quickly go, my God, what have they gotten themselves into? But the reality of it is, is that I think it's important that when you are trying to come up with new material, you have to find ways out of the box to do that. And you're not going to find new ways when the people you are hiring are people who's familiar with the product. Now, remember, she is a comedy writer. I had to look her up because I didn't know anything about Kenise, but she has a bio on her site and she credits quite a few things. First off, she's been on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. I happened to watch that clip, which was pretty good. 2020 BET Awards. Uh, she was a stand-up on NBC, a finalist. Uh, she was a part of Laughs on Fox, which uh, I guess is a part of Hulu. Been with Sirius XM. She's been on sev uh, several festivals, lots of festivals here. And she's opened up for uh, many other uh, comedians. And... The bottom line is, is that she is a filmmaker and she's a stand-up comedian and she lives in Brooklyn, New York. So let's think about this for a minute. When we think of writers, writers, there are all different types of writers, right? If you have a writer who's on, let's say, a sitcom, you almost just have to write for that particular show. It doesn't necessarily have to continue from the last show. I mean, it can. You could probably throw a little bit of, of, of some remnants of what happened, but in most cases, you could just write a brand new show. Now, you have soap operas, which I got to tell you, uh, my mom back in the day used to watch The Young and the Restless. And I tell you, every blue moon, I'm talking these were years ago, I would just kind of sit because she's watching this and just say, hey, son, come here, look at this, right? And, I, okay, let me see what mom's watching that she seems to be into. 
and they have some storyline that's going on. And then I learned it was this guy who, uh, I don't know if the show's still on or not, but he was on for a long time. His name was Victor. But um, he would be on the show. There were other cast members. You have, you may have somebody now that, oh my God, look, they got this person by gunpoint. Oh my God, are they going to shoot and kill this, this top star who I've come to enjoy and love over the years? What's going to happen? He's, he's got a gun. And then the show goes off. That makes you go, my God, I have got to see what's going to happen tomorrow. You tune in tomorrow. They start from the show. I mean, from the last part, it starts off. You know, oh, my. Okay. He looked like he didn't shoot him. It looked like this killer decided not to do it right now. But he seems like he's planning something even bigger. I don't know. It looked like he's now planning uh, some bombs. But there are people that are looking for this gentleman. Oh, my God. They seem like they close. Are they going to find him? Are they going to find him? Boom. The show is now off for the day. But now you still don't know what's going to happen because he still has got your favorite character kidnapped in a chair held by gunpoint by a guy named who's who's now have explosives. You tune in the third. You know what's happening? You have a writer that's continuing to build up on the story. And with soap operas, it's also never ending, right? It just continues and continues. It's not like your sitcom writer, okay? which are a lot of those are your, your comedy writers. When you look at WWE, you hear them say that they are one of the longest running programs, period, and it's consistent. It's consistent. And they cannot write a sitcom-based uh, storyline because that's not how that works. You have to build up on that storyline. And I know that everybody gets tired of seeing the same old, oh, it's Bobby Lashley and, and Drew McIntyre. Same old, same old. You know, it's, this is kind of what's been going on for wrestling for some time. But it's just not the story building. It's how the wrestlers interpret that story, not only through their promos, but most importantly through their wrestling. And you need somebody to come in that is fresh because eventually you will run out of ideas. You will continue to redo things that already been done. And, and that's going to happen when you have over 40 years in the wrestling industry. And I know if you're an AEW mark of some sort, you probably think, oh, my God. You know, that's why I hate WWE. They're just, they run the same thing. As if you're not going to see some of the same storylines, which we've already, uh, I've joked about several times, that you see run on AEW that has run on WWE. You had one not too long ago, right? You had the inner circle uh, with a, and, and some truck with bubbly in it spraying uh, the pinnacle. From a distance. Yeah, we've seen that before. We've seen Stone Cold do that with beer. We've seen Kurt Angle do that. Kurt Angle do that with milk. So you're going to run into those again. So to be creative, you have to have new and different ideas. So they hire a comedy writer. 
Because the reality of it is, is wrestling has to be entertaining as well. That's the reason why you can watch a lot of the promos and sometimes get a really good chuckle out of it. These guys don't come up with this on their own a lot of times. It is all written out for them. And then they use their own twist on how to how they say it. Now, the only problem that Kenise Mobley made was probably outing herself as being a writer. Because we don't know many people that comes out saying that they're a writer. Let alone coming out and saying that, look, I didn't know anything about the product at all. And instead of a person reading that going, wow, that's pretty interesting that WWE was probably looking for fresh blood. You have all now of the of the wrestling fans that seem to know more like this is this is ridiculous. This is why it's just so this is so horrible. This is why it just it just sucks because they they hired people that know nothing about the business. And now it looks WWE bad because now they just hiring any types of people. That's not how that works. You have to have fresh material when it comes to writing stories that are going that never stops, that never ends. Why does that not make sense? And we don't know. We do know at this point that she is no longer with the company as of I'm making this podcast on Friday. I think when I read this, this was maybe on possibly on Tuesday. And now she's out of a job as of Friday. And I'm not saying that WWE made that right decision or not. I don't know what's the purpose. I, I had got uh, one quote that was uh, sent to me. Let me see if I can find it from uh, one of the guys I chat with. He sent me a uh, he sent me a, a a Twitter thread and someone named Sean Ross Sap of Voice said, for what it's worth, I'm told fan reaction to Kenise Mobley's podcast appearance had little to nothing to do with the decision for WWE to let her go. I was told it was more of an internal concern. What she was told, I'm not sure. And that's how the quote end, uh, ended. I also heard from Matt Michaels today, you know, one of my other ba uh, bad boy uh, members that WWE NXT uh, had let some people go um i think he mentioned tony niece um uh fandango um uh, uh oh i forget the other guy that's with them but the, the 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 combo guys um but nevertheless there were a lot that were let go i haven't actually gotten to that point to check on that uh, or not to see that's true, but apparently uh, they released some folks today. And I so I can't say if the reason why she was let go was because of what happened, of what she said or not. Oh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Breeze was a uh, one that was let go. And then uh, it looked like Davari was let go. So, yeah, uh, a few people in, in WWE is still chopping where they can chop, as they've been doing since the beginning of 
the pandemic. So I'm not sure if it was a great choice for her to go on a podcast to say what she said, although she was being completely honest. On the other hand, I don't see why it should be looked at as a negative by them hiring someone who writes differently. And there's a lot of, if you watch a lot of your TV shows and TV series and you watch who the writers are, you will see that a lot of times there are different writers to the same show that you enjoy. And there are reasons for that. A lot of times you don't have the same writer that writes for every episode for eight seasons straight. You want to get something that's completely different. Something you go, oh, that's that's a good twist. That's a good plot. I like that. So it's something just for our, I think fans should think about. You're so quick to know if somebody was to tell you to write a storyline for any of these wrestlers that's going to last for six months, you would make your head hurt trying to figure out how you're going to make that do that. But, you know, you're the one that seems to know how to do all of this because you seem to be very opinionated. And a lot of people were when that was posted. A lot of people still on on my chat and feed that was doing that. And I just don't understand because now there is a good chance that somebody that was going to bring something different is now not going to do that. And hopefully, as WWE still search for other writers or so, they still will go about finding people who that have different ideas and, and, and something that's different from what we've seen. I hope they continue to do that. Maybe this time, maybe tell their writers to not necessarily uh, expose themselves. But this doesn't make Kenise Mobley any bad of a person because she came in not, not knowing a lot about wrestling. You can easily get caught up on to what's happening. Right now on this show, we have uh, um, the Hurt Business. That's right now consists of MVP and Bobby Lashley, who is your WWE champion. He's now defeated Drew McIntyre for, I believe, what, the third time now? And now we want him to move on into fighting someone else. There's a storyline now where it seems like that MVP is uh, reaching out maybe to Kofi. That's something different, right? We've seen New Day for ever do what they do. They finally broke Big E away from them, but, you know, why not just dismantle Kofi and Xavier Woods? But to do that, you got to do it right. And it's got to be interesting. So someone brings that idea up with something fresh, something different. And then it becomes something you come to enjoy. And then maybe not. You know, going back to soap operas, you know, the I was mentioned earlier, my, my mom used to watch The Young and the Restless, and there were others, General Hospital and Days of Our Lives and all of my children. I didn't watch all of them or anything. But, you know, at some point of those shows, it got very interesting when you have some killer that has your your main 
uh, actor, actress held up to seeing if they're going to be murdered or not taken out of the show because, you know, you're doing your best to not uh, have that information blown for you. Like with WWE fans, they just got to know. They they got to find out first to see if if this is going to happen first instead of just watching and seeing and being shocked and being amazed. I think we had a topic not too long ago about Triple H just kind of saying how fans ruin things for themselves, and it's so true, which is why a lot of times I really stay off of a lot of dirt sheets and and uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I, I, it's hard for me to even jump on to our own social media because of things that we post. And I think they're they are important to post when something big happens. But I still love the idea of being surprised when something happens. You know, and I don't always get to watch the show live, so I got to I got to dodge and weave in here. But you know, going back. To when you're watching um, your soap opera, you have, again, the young and the wrestlers or so. Yes, it's interesting to see if that favorite actor or actress is about to be murdered or not. And that keeps you going. But sometime two, three weeks down the line, they now create another storyline. And you find yourself going, oh, I don't know if I'm really interested in this. You know, if I miss this week, I'm not tripping. I'll, I'll catch up with next week. And then next week's come around and you find yourself that you missed that one. Now, from that point, you got a problem because they're writing shows for every day. And, you know, you start to miss one or two. Now you begin to feel lost. And there's a good chance it's going to be harder for the writers to get you back to be in tune. And a lot of times I think that's kind of what happens with wrestling as well. You you feel you've seen so much of the same thing that it just um it just becomes really uh, uh I guess I could just miss a week. I could just miss two weeks. And then all of a sudden you you're one of the ones going, Man, I used to like wrestling back in the day. Well, why you stop watching it? You know? And part of the reason why is because Knowing you, you know, you probably got caught up in some writer's um, storyline. And I can almost guarantee it probably was someone that wasn't new or someone that didn't have uh, uh, a different uh, storyline to create because they already knew so much about wrestling already. So let's try not to demonize when companies are making those types of decisions. It happens in workplaces all the time. You'd be surprised how many companies hire CEOs that has nothing to do with the business that they're coming into. They have some aspect of business. They've probably been CEO of something else. But the reason why board members or whatever decide to bring in a CEO that may come from some totally different industry is because what insight that they maybe can bring that's totally different. You see it all the time. So there's no difference. So Kenise Mobley, continue to do your thing. I, I, I'm hoping maybe we can get you on our podcast. It'd be great to talk with you just in general 
on learning a little bit more about you. And it sucks that this didn't come uh, out to be as successful as we were hoping it would be for you. I mean, actually, I we just all learned your name this week, and most of them take a, I'm sure, are looking at it as a as 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 a negative. Not so much on you, more on WWE, but you can't be real with a lot of people at times because this is what happens. They take that, what you say, and they run off with it. And instead of clapping their hands, first off, hiring an African-American woman who's young, who's a comedian writer that could bring something different to the table Everyone now just has an opinion that makes so much noise that now, you know, WWE goes, well, I think we're just going to go a different way, you know. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. But this is the this is what I was hearing in my head. I wanted to get it out. You guys let me know what you think about that. You know, our social media, you know, how you got to do is look up Vegas bad boys on Instagram or on, um, on Facebook or uh, Twitter. And you let me know what you think about this particular story. We'll post it. And I'm going to be looking for your comments. And maybe I can even mention this up when we go back live on our video recording and our podcast taping for Wrestling Talk. We got a lot to talk about, so it's going to be very exciting. But I am interested in hearing what your thoughts is on this. Am I am I way off or can you, do you see where I'm coming from? Stop pretending as if you know how to do something that you don't know how to do. Let's keep that 100. It's DJ Impact, Vegas Bad Boys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you download all of our different programs that we have. We love you. We appreciate you for listening. And we continue to grow on, and it's all because of you supporting us by downloading, by listening, and we appreciate you. And uh, until next time, I'm out. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.